What up, everybody? It's your boy, Nasty Backpack, and y'all listening to the Nasty Backpack Podcast. We are back. It's February 8th, and we're in the building. Let's get to the fuck shit. 21 Savage. Savage from the ATL. So we thought. So we thought. Uh, <clears throat> the young man is actually from, I believe, an island that's um, region in the UK. Um, not a big deal. Not a big deal unless you are uh, in the custody of ICE. Which uh, the young dude is currently, <clears throat> and it's pretty. It's a pretty fucked up situation. Uh, they're really giving him the the Mexican treatment right now, where they got him detained on twenty three hour lockdown. He's on the twenty three and one um schedule right now. 20, 23 hours locked up and uh, one hour out. But uh, it's a real fucked up situation, and now some new details have came out where um, they found a loaded gun, a loaded Glock. Um, Not good business, not good business at all. Um, Not exactly sure where he got arrested at. Hopefully it wasn't New York, because if it was New York, he's going to have a lot bigger problems than the one he has already. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure exactly where um, he was locked up at, but hopefully the gun is not a dirty gun. Um, now they were originally uh, what kind of triggered this whole investigation was one of his buddies, Young Nudie, and uh, he currently had warrants that were pending, and um, so. If, if I'm going to develop a theory on what exactly happened, you know, I'm if I put myself in his position and I'm sitting there with my buddies, one of them has multiple warrants. Um, <clears throat> I got the most money, you know, maybe I'm not thinking about my immigration status at the moment because I'm I'm filthy rich in America. And maybe I decided, you know, say, you know what? That's my gun. Um, maybe the gun legal is legal. Maybe it's not. If, if it's legal, um, maybe I'm taking responsibility for the gun. Now, um, now the reason for the, the car to get pulled over was um, there was claims that uh, he was driving erratic and pretty much cut off a cop. And so he got pulled over, which is... Come on, if you're doing some illegal shit already, you got a motherfucker that has warrants. Why are we driving fucking crazy in front of the cops? Man, um, man, I mean, we've all done some crazy shit in our life. There was a one once upon a time where I wasn't totally, totally legal, um, you know, and I couldn't, and, and, you know, sometimes I was riding with people who like to drive fast, and, I, and I'm just sitting here like, dude, we got we got stuff in the car that doesn't make us, you know, that if we get pulled over, you know, it's going to be a bad day for everybody, and, and, you know, why are we driving fucking stupid when we should be driving, like, being on our best behavior? You know, you would think that that would be a thought, but some people don't think about that shit. I, I would have to... I would have to school people that I was with because, um, so, you know, sometimes people were driving fucking crazy when I was with them and I'm like, whoa, you know, you, you guys got some illegal shit. I got some illegal shit and we all get pulled over. So there'll be a lot of illegal shit going on and, and, you know, people are trying to figure shit out. Let's just not get pulled over and drive right. Simple. But, uh, that's not the case for 21 Savage. They were some, they were driving crazy. Um, and they got pulled over and, uh, yeah, you know, that he got put into custody. Now the story was, I mean, there was a lot of jokes, a lot of memes, a lot of people speculating, you know, he, he, um, is it, 
immigration, all the memes went out this this weekend. Um, pretty crazy. But today, TMZ reported that there was a gun, a loaded gun. Now that changes that changes the whole case all the way around. Now you got a loaded gun. Uh, you got a guy that has warrants. Now, depending on who claimed the gun, um, I haven't heard anything about drugs being reported. Um, now, if you got, dr- I mean, there wasn't no claims of drugs being reported, at least that I've seen yet. But we haven't got all the details on the case. So now, that would definitely change change things if 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 that's the case, especially right now with the climate out there, you know, build the wall, build the wall, you know, let's, let's take the illegals out, we only want the good ones, uh, we, we don't want no bad hombres, that, that's what's, that's what's coming out of the government, as far as our president goes, so, um, you know, that's, when it comes to ICE, you know, they got, they got a lot on their hands, because that's, that's the narrative being pushed at the moment, um, is it is it totally a bad thing? I mean, when you got tw- uh, five thousand, seven thousand people fleeing to America from from El Salvador, um, up in through Mexico and down to our southern border, it's it, it raises a lot of eyebrows. I mean, obviously you gotta um, take charge, take stand at some point because can't just have, you know, over, you know, the last six months, you just can't have 20,000 people at our border seeking asylum without properly vetting out everybody. Um, Now, um, 21 Savage, you know, he was on a expired visa. Um, He had his case pending, I believe they said something around like four years now. Which is pretty crazy, you know. This this kid is has been waiting quite some time to get his uh, situation one hundred percent legal and legit. Um, but now now you have a case. Now this case pops up. Um, one of my good friends, uh, Jay West, he's been on the podcast uh, several times. Um, he was in a similar case, you know, he was trying to get his citizenship, uh, has, has a couple kids down here, graduated high school, spent his whole life down here, got into a little bit of trouble and, um, got locked up and eventually, I don't, got, eventually got deported, um, with his kids, which is pretty, a pretty bad situation being that this is all he knew for, for quite some time, you know. His uh, his family is originally from Mexico, but when you're out here, you're accustomed to uh, America, and then you fucking have to go back to to a country that you know you're not, you know, you haven't lived it. It lived there, you know, in 20 years. It could be a little bit crazy, scary. Um, he's maintained it, and uh, you know, he got through it, and you know, he's he's living down there comfortably now. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wants to come back, but. Um, will they allow him to come back? I'm not sure. Because, uh, I mean, the way I understood the law, if you got a case, you know, it's it's a lot harder to get your citizenship. Um, now, in the case of 21 Savage, you know, there's still a lot of unanswered questions that are um, floating around. Questions that I, that I want to know is, who claimed the gun? Who, who took... I mean, I'm not exactly sure how many. I believe those three or four guys that got arrested. Um, you know, Young Nudie was the one with the with the warrants. Twenty One Savage is the one with the um, expired visa, and I think he was the only one that was having that kind of issues in the crew. Um, but man, it's, it's a real sticky situation. Um, and, and it's really hard to speculate when you don't have all the details and all the facts. Um, like I said, if, the, if there's any kind of drugs involved, uh, depending on what those drugs are, 
that's going to change the whole foundation of this case. Um, now, if that firearm they found, the Glock, if that was involved in any kind of crimes, and that's probably what they're waiting on. That's probably why they haven't gave 21 Savage Bell yet. Um, my, my, my take on it is that he probably took claim for the gun to kind of save his friend from being in more trouble. I mean, if the rules of the street is when you get pulled over, whoever got the least amount of charges pending, you know, they're usually the one that's going to take the fault for some of the more, more of the responsibility of this, of what's going on in the situation so that the whole team doesn't go down or your friend doesn't go down for, for a long time, you know, especially if you have warrants already out there, that means you got cases already pending and, um, you're not gonna, you're not gonna let your friend go down, especially if you're a real one. Um, that's pretty much how it always, that's pretty much the role of the street, you know, if you're riding with your boys and, uh, you got some illegal things going on in the vehicle, and um, whoever has the least amount of priors, that's usually who takes a little bit more of the, res- of the um, responsibility for what's in the car. That's probably what happened in this case. 21 Savage probably took um, claim of the gun, but you know, if 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 he did take claim of the gun. It's probably because the gun was clean, is what I'm thinking. Now, just because the gun's clean doesn't make it 100% okay. Just depends on the gun laws in that state. Um, not exactly sure what what the laws are where he's at. So that's gonna that's gonna play an effect as well. Um, now, depending on what kind of investigation they're investigating. Um, is also going to be why he's held without bond at the moment. You know, they say he's not a flight risk. They say he's not this and that. They um, they said the gun wasn't his, but what did he tell the cops? Did he, I mean, that's what it all comes down to is what, got, what the cops were told. Now, he does have an expired visa at the same time, so now you're committing crimes on an on a expired visa, even though it was a... You know, not a, a a dangerous crime, but depending on where that fire, what that firearm's been through, depending on what else they found in the car, and you know that's gonna pretty much um, determine what his situation is, is at the moment, and that's probably why you're not hearing too much come out of ICE, and you're not, and he hasn't hasn't posted bail yet, is because there's something that's holding it up. Now, what that is, it could be multiple things. It could, like I said, if there's drugs involved, you know, that right there is a felony already with the loaded firearm. Um, depending on what state, I'm not exactly sure what state this went down in, so um, I would have to get those details to kind of know what the laws are. And um, <clears throat> what if, if 21 Savage has any kind of probation or anything like that going on, that's going to that's going to make things a little bit more stickier as well. I'm not exactly sure exactly what his situation is. But um, it can't be squeaky clean if he's still held up. I mean, he's... Um, that's why we, when, we, when we're riding in these streets, we got to make sure we're riding accordingly. We can't just because we got money. Money doesn't always get you out of everything, you know. Um, especially in certain places, you know, the... the the mentality is different in different places. Sad to say, you're just—we are in America, but um, you know, not depending on what state you're in, not everybody feel, not everybody has the same thought process as you. And being young and successful, and and a minority, um, you know, that might that might not take kind to a lot of people. You know, it's sad that we're in that kind of situation. But uh, hopefully that's not what's going on in this case. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, he gets everything checks out and uh, he gets out soon. But at the moment, we just haven't heard too much, um, too much good things coming out of this case as it, as it started to develop a little bit more. Um, like I said, TMZ reported today about the gun. 
And um, now they did say that they didn't see in the, any of the reports that ICE was actually there. So how 21 Savage got into ICE custody, um, originally it was, they are believed to be said that it was the ATF who made the made the arrest because they had uh, a fugitive with warrants um, in Young uh, Nadi, I believe his name was. Yudi, some shit like that. Um, but you know, they, obviously they ID'd everybody. Maybe Twenty One Savage didn't have a current ID on him. Maybe he just had his passport or his visa, and maybe he showed them the visa. The visa is expired, and maybe that's how ICE got involved. Um, but yeah, man, prayers go out to Twenty One Savage. Hopefully. Um, this all checks out, but we've seen in the past, um, we've seen in the past, you know, 21 have pulled out guns before, if you remember, um, about six to eight months ago, uh, he was at a pool party where he was caught, well, caught on camera, pulling a gun out, um, while scuffle was almost going down. So, hopefully nothing like that is, uh, is, is what's being investigated or any of those past, and nothing, maybe hopefully nothing in his past pops up that would, uh, that would, um, keep him from, from being able to bow out. Uh, we're just gonna have to stand by this one and just kind of keep an eye on it to see exactly what's going on, but, um. Yeah, it's a pretty sticky situation, and, um, yeah, it's kind of nuts right now, it's kind of, it's pretty, it's pretty nutty right now, now, um, I've been surfing the, the web late, of lately, and I came across a Vlad TV interview with Godfrey, you know, if you know, if you follow Vlad on YouTube, or Vlad TV, uh, you'll know Godfrey is somebody that, is um, on the show regularly. You know, he's he's probably on there of recent more than anybody else that I can that I've seen on there. Matter of fact, the only motherfuckers you see on there is Godfrey and Lord Jamar. Um, now, if you if you if you watch any of the prior interviews with Godfrey and Lord Jamar, they're p- two pretty biased dudes. You know, they're a little bit older. They're I believe both of them are either reaching their 40s or well in their 40s. I think Lord Jamar is well in his 40s. I think Godfrey might... Godfrey might be in his early 40s as well. Um, but they're, they're... They have a real old school... Old school feel for music. You know, they're more on the... Um, the older time. So they're, they're pretty biased when it comes to hip-hop and... Uh, you know, they, they usually don't like to give any of the younger guys their credits, um, which is kind of sad, you know. Um, they both kind of been in, in the spotlight of lately with some pretty controversy things that was said. Uh, one being Lord Jamar saying some, uh, some pretty outrageous stuff about Eminem saying that he's... Uh, um, he he's a guest in hip hop, which um, I don't really I don't really believe Eminem is a guest in hip hop. I don't think you could be uh, considered in a lot of people's top five and still be considered a guest in hip hop. Hip hop is hip hop, um, even though it's um. I think hip hop's for every, anybody, anybody and everybody. Hip hop has always been the outcast of of music, and I don't feel that it um, belongs to one race. I I feel like if we were going to consider it belonging to only one race, um, that I feel like that's part of the issues that we have in America. You know, um, now as far as giving credit where credit is due. Um, it is, it is a black art form that was created, 
uh, primarily by by the black culture, but um, you know it, it what it what it stands for and what it was designed for was to um, put rhythm, rhyme, and emotions. And it is an it is an aggressive art form, but I feel as long as you pay homage, um, and you know you you carry yourself in a respectable way in the hip hop community, I feel like we're it's it's for everybody, or else we're all guests of it because, um, you know, it's, like the way America is right now, it's so was so political political correct um everything has to be political correct people can't really say what's on their minds anymore um a lot of crazy shit has been been thrown out there and and it kind of has me a little bit confused on on a lot of a lot of um a lot of things right now you know um I have like the whole the way the coach the way the country is right now it, it's fucking crazy to me it's crazy because um when when, it, when you bring up race I feel like like me personally I live in Arizona I live in Arizona um the shit happen with with police brutality and and Minorities, I, I think it does to an extent, but I think us being the minorities, sometimes we we carry ourselves in a way that puts ourselves, you know, majority of our of us of the minorities that are committing crimes kind of put us in a in a and it might not even be the majority, it just might be the 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 few, you know, there is a few of us that don't don't carry our, our our culture in the right way and so a lot of stereotypes do get thrown out there because of of things that happen in our culture you know in our race and you know whether you're brown black um green or blue you know um and that's why I, i'm i feel strongly about you know change i feel like we gotta we gotta change who we are and how we are, so that those stereotypes can get uplifted and uh, you know we don't get looked at in a crazy light anymore. Because when you're looked at in that crazy light, um, it, you know, anytime something happens, anytime some some white officer shoots a a, a black or brown kid, it it's thrown in the air as racist when. Sometimes that black or brown kid or green kid or white kid, you know, might have been doing something that that just they shouldn't have been doing. And sometimes we got to put the blame on ourselves and on the individual so that we're not throwing this this race agenda out there. You know, when I was growing up, I, I didn't really see racism like that, you know, I looked at America, you know, growing up in the 90s, I looked at America like, man, we live in a great, we live in a great country, and it's, it, and life is great, like, you know, I have black friends, I have white friends, I have Asian friends, I have Native American friends, I have friends from New York, I have friends from Hawaii, I have friends from all over the place, you know, I have Asian friends, and uh, it was never... It was never a big deal. It was never, you know, at, and at that time we didn't really, at least I personally didn't really see racism, uh, uh, you know, um, too crazy. Until like the early 90s hit when you had the Rodney King incident. Then, um, you know, that was that was one incident, but I didn't feel like that's who the country was as a whole. I think in inner cities like LA and and Oakland and and 
and Compton, where the crime rate is really high. Um, we sometimes we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and, and say who's committing these crimes and 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 start holding not the the race uh, accountable, but holding the individuals accountable. Um, now, should you get your ass beat over the head and over your body with the fucking knife stick? No. No, you should, you should, if you're going to commit a crime, you should be arrested and have your day in court where it's not, um, throwing back, but, but to fast forward into today's culture, you know, today it's like, you can't even say, comedians can't even say a crazy joke anymore without, without race being brought up by everybody, without, um, gender identity being brought up without the left and the right going crazy without politics going crazy without certain groups going crazy and social media has a lot to do with that um and it kind of sucks it kind of sucks because that's that's what our kids gotta go through now that's what our kids gotta see now um you know I saw um And it's just—it's just a really—it's just a really sad time right now. It's just—it's uh, a crazy time, and Trump doesn't help the situation. The Democrats don't help the situation. The Republicans don't help the situation. It's just—it's just a real toxic, toxic place right now. Where you know anything said or felt might blow up and go crazy. Like recently, we've been seeing a. A lot of stuff in you know with with the whole blackface um, in, in certain parties get get scrutinized and get pulled up and um, you know stuff pulled up in their past. Now, if that stuff was really uh, really behind racism, race, and there was really some racist um, things going on with those pictures. That of course that should be that should definitely get scrutinized. That's that's definitely should be and those individuals should be dealt with accordingly. But where but and this is where the confusion comes in because um I mean honestly I didn't even know what blackface was until this last till like when when the whole thing with Drake happened and Pusha T. And Pusha T released those blackface photos, and and you started to see that stuff unravel. Then that kind of started showing me like, whoa, this is like, why would people, why would people even paint, dress themselves up as as blackface? You know, like that. It was it was a term that I didn't even know about until I saw those photos. And then you start seeing, um, you know, then you start doing a little bit of research and you start knowing the whole history behind blackface and whatever. And then you start seeing these politicians, these older white dudes, you know, that when they were kids, um, you know, stuff like that started popping up. Old photos of them dressed in blackface, you know, with the KKK people. Now, KKK, anything that has to do with the KKK, that is some pretty racist shit. That is some pretty fucked up shit. And, uh, you know, me growing up, the KKK, is, that shit like that has never really been tolerated. But... You know, we we seen sketch sketches of Dave Chappelle bringing up things with the KKK, and and so and, and you know we weren't quick to scrutinize him when he brought stuff up with the KKK. Um, and, and this is where I'm kind of confused that that um, now now if it's now stuff with Dave Chappelle, you know that was strictly comedy and um. Strictly on a comedic side, side of things, it was it was to make us laugh more than to sit here and make us think. The stuff with these politicians, you know, that's obviously nothing funny about it because they're not comedians. So it's we just get the picture painted to us, however the media portrays it, and um, we just see the photos and yeah, they're pretty crazy. They're pretty, they're pretty. Um, it's pretty weird. If you're just doing that, if you're dressing up for blackface, 
for no reason at all. It's not Halloween or anything like that. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy shit. That's pretty. That's some pretty crazy shit. Um, now should a news anchor get fired for asking the same questions I'm asking? I I don't think so. I don't feel that she should be fired for that reason. Um, but if you're dressing up in blackface for a yearbook picture and it was strictly just to take a picture, that's some pretty racist shit. And we got to analyze it like that. And, and, but if you're going to a Halloween party and you're dressing up, you know, like Curtis Blow, um... Uh, to me, I, I I don't feel like that's as as bad as as bad. Um, if we remember the movie Coming to America, um, and not just Coming to America, but uh, a lot of different movies that Eddie Murphy made. Eddie Murphy always played different characters, whether it was white, whether he was acting white. Does do, do we give him the same scrutiny for for dressing white? I mean, we've seen a lot of shows. I've seen shows with with uh, Keenan and Peel. Um, you know, a lot of different character people um, dress up as white guys. You know, do we do we scrutinize those people too? Um, and that's where the confusion comes in for me. And it's like, like with me, it's just like, I, it's just we just gotten so sensitive as a country that. I feel like other countries are looking at us laughing their asses off at us with some of the issues that we're having because that's not how America was when I was growing up. That's not the America that I saw. And to see this now go on, it's pretty pretty crazy. And I think, like I said, I think social media had a lot to do with it because I've never seen this much racism go on. And and reverse racism to me is just as bad. Um, reverse racism is just as bad. You know, we hear uh, like people like Charlamagne the God calling white people cracker ass crackers. Um, I mean, if that's not a racist term to me, that's that's a pretty racist term when it comes to to white people. Um, and the word cracker to me, the word cracker to me has always been a racist term. But we've seen that word get thrown out in so many movies. Um, you know, Martin Lawrence in National Security. If you remember when when the cop is going up to talk to him, you know, he, he called him a cracker. And we never, we never looked at that as being racist. We just looked at that as always being comedy. And and I never had a problem with it before, but when I see how sensitive America is now, would that shit fly in today's society? Um, and is there a place for that in today's society? And if if it is acceptable in today's society, that's what has me confused is that that is there's there's a double standard there and um it's it's a real it's a real crazy crazy time and our leaders our leaders who are leading this government I don't feel any of them are are helping our situation and it's scary it's really scary going into 2020 um, you know, with the elections in 2020 and us not have somebody that's going to put our country in the right direction, um, it's scary. That's a, it's a scary time. Um, you know, if I, and what's scary about it is that who do you, who do you trust as your politicians? Um, I mean, I see the way the Democrat Party operates and... For me, it's like a no bueno. Like my whole family votes Democrat. They always, always have, probably always will. At least my parent, my dad, my grandmother. Um, you know, they're heavy with the heavy, heavy with it. But when it comes to certain things, uh, you know, it doesn't. 
I, when I see the way, and I'll give you an example. When I see the way that um, I will use like this this week, this this last couple of days, you know, we saw how we see how they're trying to subpoena um, the new attorney general. Um, I forgot what his name is. Something Whitaker, General Attorney General Whitaker. Um, I mean, man, this guy just got the job, and he's already being subpoenaed. And, and um, you know, you see the way that Nancy Pelosi at the State of the Union, you know, when Trump was talking about certain things, um, you saw how she was acting, how she was carrying herself, and that's not a way that. That, I mean, that's how little kids act. That's how little kids that have no sense act. Um, that's not a way that I would raise my kids to be, to sit there and not agree with certain things because you just because you don't like a person, you're going to disagree with them. Um, especially when some of the talking points that Trump was talking about wasn't you know necessarily a bad thing. You saw the whole, de- every, every Democrat of the thing, you know, not clap or not stand up like that shit bothered me even though I'm not a Republican or a Democrat I I was bothered by that because um there was just no respect in the building on the Democratic side and you know it wasn't until Trump started talking about women's rights until you started seeing some of the Democrats clap and um the way Nancy Pelosi kind of carried herself behind the president it it really like it really rubbed me the wrong way and it really made me say fuck these people I would never vote for them because they can't even carry themselves in a respectable way you know that's not um that's not the way I want my kids to grow up and look at these leaders who are supposed to lead our country which is the greatest country in the world and, uh, you know, they're fucking, they're fucking doing shit like that and, and <clears throat> thinking that's an acceptable way to act with your peers and your coworkers, regardless whether you want to admit it or not, that's your coworker. President Trump is your coworker. If you're a Democrat and you're in politics, Dem- President Trump is your coworker. And that's not a way that we treat one, each, uh, one another. And that doesn't help our country at all. It doesn't help our people at all. It doesn't help our race. It doesn't help our culture. It doesn't help our society. It doesn't help nobody. It, it just puts more hate out there in the world. And, um, you know, when Bush was in office, I didn't, a lot of people, I didn't like, I didn't, you know, like Bush. A lot of my family, people, a lot of my family didn't like Bush. A lot of people in America didn't like Bush, but... I, you didn't see this much hatred out there when Trump, when Obama was president. There was a lot of people that didn't like Obama. A lot of people didn't like Obama. Uh, but I didn't see this much hatred out there either. Um, and I feel like over the years it's just kind of got crazier, crazier, and crazier. And now it's to a point where it's like we. Our politics are using this and using us as pawns, us meaning the minority as pawns, to carry out an agenda for votes. You know, when you see them say, yeah, let's let all these illegal immigrants in the, into our country without, the pro, without going through the proper uh, channels to get citizenship, you can tell they're doing that shit just for the fucking votes, like... They want those votes from those from them them illegal immigrants once they get into the country, and and if you're sitting there saying yeah let's let them in let them in let them in who are you gonna vote for? You're gonna vote for the people that let you in, which is it's a sad it, it, it's it's sad because who at the end of the day is is being accounted for all this you know who's at what cost is this coming? And at whose freedom and whose tax dollars are, is an expense is this being brought out for? And it's just a sad time. It's a sad time to see certain things, you know, 
it's like anytime something happens and there's a story, um, no matter whether it's the left or the right, they're going to fucking spin that story to fit their narrative and fit their, their, um, their agenda. And you're going to see people on that side of the fence run with it and go fucking crazy. If, I mean, if, if y'all remember the, 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 the white Catholic students at the, um, the little march thing they were at, you know, the fucking, the left ran with that story and spun that story. And then you started seeing celebrities saying to fucking do this to these kids and do that to these kids. And these kids are just fucking 15 and 16 year old kids. And they spun the story that this is disrespectful and these are racist kids and they don't have a place in America. You start, you saw some of these celebrities talking about people should go harm those kids. And, and they got all that from a fucking two minute clip. And then the two hour video comes out and you see that the real racism and the real hatred was coming from a whole different group. And that these kids did nothing wrong but stand their ground in, in a, when, when they were being the ones being tormented and, and being, uh, and the instigating was coming on from a whole different group. We didn't even hear anything come out of that story about the group that was actually being racist, not actually being the instigators. We didn't see any stories come out directed at them from that from the left. And it was like, I can't, I can't, I can't concur with that. I can't agree with with that way of being because um, I respect all races. I respect all color. I respect all people. I don't, I don't, I don't look at people as colors. I look at people as people. I don't care if you're black, white, brown, green, blue. I don't care if you're from. I don't care if you're from South America, North America, Africa, Asia. I don't. I don't care. I, Russia, Germany. I don't care. And when we carry hatred in our heart, that shit gets passed on to our kids, and that's how the real racism happens. And I feel like a lot of our our uh, politicians. Are, are spreading that hatred. I feel like they're... Because they have it in their hearts. They're they're passing that shit... Down to... Society. And, and down to... The youth. And down to... Um, everybody. I, I feel like that... You know, that's, that's their whole... Agenda to get votes. And... Uh, you know, whoever... Whoever says the flyest shit, you know, they, 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 they go after the race, the race to get votes. They don't actually go for the people. They go after races. Now, uh, if you remember when Hillary Clinton was running for president, she went down to the breakfast club with a bottle of hot sauce in her purse, which was... Uh, a real reach. It was a real reach to to aim for um, f- towards towards the black society, and it, and it was like, man. But does she really care about black society? Does she really care about about the inner cities that that have the crime rate so high that you can't even walk outside and walk your dog without being put in a, a, a crazy situation and um, I mean that's that's who I look for in my politicians I want somebody that's gonna go to these inner cities of Chicago I watched a video on YouTube the other day um, and it was a compilation video of 15 shootings in Chicago and man by the end of that video I was I was so sad I was like fuck like that, that shit is going down in these streets. And I saw so many kids getting shot, so many young people getting shot. And I'm like, fuck. Like Chicago, that's what that's where they really need help at. That's where I put. I want I want to vote for somebody that's gonna go to that city, go to those and clean those streets up. And 
you know, it starts with the youth. You got to start providing these kids with the future in order for them to, to get out of these gutters and, and thinking that a life of crime is going to be what what um, is their end game. Because when, when you live a life of crime, there's only two end games, jail or death. And, and it's, you know, I, I'm just not seeing either side, either side really putting that as a priority on their list. Um, right now, it just seems like the priority is to attack the other side. Um, when, when you see the Republicans talk about this witch hunt, I feel like that's really what it is for the Democrats. I feel like they're really, really just going after Trump, you know, not encouraging him to run the country better and to run everything better and actually get some real shit done with with society. I feel like it's just, let's try to impeach him and try to go after any little thing. And I feel like if, if Trump loses... And, and there's a Democrat president. I feel like the right's going to do the exact same shit. And it's going to be a, a tick-for-tack game with, with, with our country. And, and we're really not going to get nowhere as, as a culture and as a country. And it, it's, it's, it's sad to feel like that. But, I mean, that's just how they're running this country. They're not running this country um, the way that I feel it should be ran. You know, we saw the whole... Um, this Mueller investigation's been going on for for a crazy amount of time, and it's like, wh- like, what is really going on with that? What is really, what do you guys really care looking for? Like, who gives a fuck what happened in 2016? This ter- this president's first term is almost fucking up, and we're we're fucking still fucking on this fucking witch hunt that. It's fucking crazy, you know. I all all politicians are fucking scandalous. We already known that. We've been knowing that. We saw Bill Clinton getting head in the over office, like. So if we if we feel like shit's not crazy. Shit's always been crazy with with politicians. You know, we saw the shit with Benghazi. We saw the shit with Fast and the Furious. We saw, um, we saw Hillary Clinton with illegal email servers in her fucking bathroom and and we didn't give a fuck about that we looked the other way with that shit but we're looking for fucking fucking we're looking for a fucking Russian investigation about see if they fucking tinkered with the with the votes for an election that happened in 2016 and we're already in 2019. Like, like, why ain't, why ain't they fighting the fight to, to win in 2020 and, and let the president run this country and, and let's all support the president. Well, we don't even have to support him because he needs to be, a, he needs to be a better president as well. But, we do need to encourage him to run the country a lot better than what it is being ran and and try to get shit done to make the country back to what it was like when it was in the 90s. Now it's like, man, times are just so fucking crazy. Um, and it's nuts. It's nuts. I just saw a thing on the other day where... Um, a kid took a knee. Um, he was an Eagle Scout and did a national anthem, took a knee, and it was like, kids, stand up. Stand up for your country. Stand up for your flag. Um, he really didn't know why he was taking a knee. He he gave his reason why at the end when the, when the news press was all there. But I thought it was a real... I thought it was a real... Um, Shiesty move, because you know that was heavily influenced by the by the parents of this kid, and and it, it's that's the shit I'm talking about. Why, like like nobody's trying to make the country better. We're all just trying to get some clout on some shit, 
And if we can get in front of a camera and do some some pretty crazy shit, let's do it. It's fucking nuts, man. It's nuts. We need a we need to um I don't know. It's just I, I think social media has a lot to do with it. Um because now there's a camera for every moment of everybody has a camera for every moment and can put it put it and broadcast it in front of millions and millions of people at any time no matter what it is and it's that's just where we are in a, in in today's society and it's crazy one thing that kind of that I just saw now girls could be boy scouts and it's like like what what where what is where's the girl scouts at can't girls be girl scouts why do they have to be boy scouts and it's crazy to me, like, like if you're a little girl, wouldn't you want to be in Girl Scouts if you're an eight-year-old, nine-year-old little girl? Like, would you really want to be a Boy Scouts? And I thought about this long and hard. I thought about what what would be a reason why a little girl at the age eight or nine would want, rather be a Boy Scout than a Girl Scout. And I sat there and I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. And the only logical answer that I came up with was if she was seven or eight and her brother is nine and ten and she really looks up to her brother and wants to join the scouts with her brother. That was really the only logical reasoning that I found that would be why a a little girl would want to be... Uh, a boy scout rather than a girl scout and because some little girls really do look up to the older brother the older brothers or younger brothers and and wanna you know follow them like that situation does happen that's a real situation but to sit there and say that it's a that you know we're gonna change the whole Name of the game for this, for this um, group that's been there for shit. What the hell? I don't even know how long Boy Scouts have been around for. I would say at least 60, 70 years, if not more. Uh, I mean, my dad was a, a Boy Scout, and my dad is 60 now, so. Um, you know, it's. it's like, what are we trying to do to our kids? Now, are we going to let our boys become Girl Scouts? Are we... Uh, you know, I just don't see a good reasoning for this. I don't I don't see... You know, it was a system that wasn't broken before. It was That wasn't a broken... That, that For boys to be in the Boy Scouts and girls to be in the Girl Scouts, that wasn't a broken thing before. How do we get to this point in society where we decided let's let both groups be involved it's crazy to me because think about it if if I have an eight-year-old little girl and she's in the Boy Scouts and my and they're going on a a a six-day backpacking trip and I wasn't able to go on that six-day backpacking trip am I really sending my daughter my eight-year-old daughter with with a bunch of boys and, and men to go on this backpacking trip without me I, I'm probably, I probably I wouldn't even think twice about it. Of course I'm not. Of course I'm not sending my eight-year-old daughter to go um, on a backpacking trip for four or five days and uh, with guys that I don't really know besides the meets and, and stuff for the Boy Scouts and a bunch of little boys who, one, are, are immature, but two, you're, you're, you're opening up the door for for things that happen to your daughter at a lot younger age. And, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I, I, don't, I don't really like the idea of it. I don't feel like it was a broken system before. I don't feel like the Boys and Girls Club was a, was a real broken system. Um, I mean, I felt like the Girl Scouts were for the girls and the Boy Scouts were for the boys. And, you know, and I've never been in the Boy Scouts before, so I don't really know everything that goes on in the Boy Scouts, but, um, 
I just felt like like the fact that we had to change that is crazy to me. It's the same thing with allowing trannies to go in women's bathroom and, and piss and shit in a women's bathroom when my little girl goes into. Um, I, I'm not totally comfortable with that either. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Um, and I have nothing against gays or trannies or anything like that, but. I don't feel like they should be using the same bathrooms as my daughter. Um, And it's a little weird to me. It's a little bit weird to me when I see it happening because I have seen it happen. I have have been out. I worked at a job before where there was a a tranny or transvestite. And um, like... At first, I didn't really know that's what she was, but then once I come to, came to the understanding that's what she was, I never judged her or anything, but one day I went to the bathroom and saw her going to the bathroom, and uh, she went to the opposite bathroom, and I just thought that was the weirdest shit ever. I just thought that was weird. That had to be weird for those girls to uh, to go use that same bathroom and and um, have to share that bathroom. I would. I, I. I. don't know. To me, it was a little bit, bit weird. It would. It would be like me going to a, going in that bathroom, or for me to be using the bathroom and a girl going in the bathroom and use the bathroom, while I'm sitting there taking a piss. You know, it's just not. It's just a little bit weird. At least, at least to me, it was a little bit weird. Um, but. We're starting to normalize these things <clears throat> because people are are getting to the politicians who are trying to get these votes and trying to carry out this agenda. So they get these groups, they get these groups together, they get behind them and back them, um, and and start putting laws in, in motion. To, to make changes on things that are just weren't broken systems. I don't think it was a broken system for a guy who decided he wanted to be a girl have to still use the guy's bathroom. I don't think that's a broken system. I think, uh, you know, unless you have the proper surgeries and all that, um, you know, because one thing that comes to my mind is what if there's a guy and... He wants to molest kids, and he thinks about it. He's like, "Hey, I can molest kids, and if I hide out in the bathroom and pretend I'm a girl, and go use this girl's bathroom, I don't. It's 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 actually a really messy situation. It, it's it's a crazy situation. I just think that with certain things, I I think certain things in the older days." was just a better a better thing. I, I I think that like I said before, I think there's there's a, just an agenda behind every move. And so groups get formed and these and this hatred gets put out and um I, I just never seen as much hatred in society as I see today. Um and it's fucking crazy. To me it's fucking crazy and um Hopefully that sh- I mean, hopefully we get some people in office that 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 really make America great again. I don't think the people that are in office are the right people for it for it today. Um, I I just can't wait till till times get better and you know I just don't think right now is that time. I just think that we are we are in a place where you can't say what you feel anymore like it's crazy because you can have social media and rant and rant and rant but if you say just the wrong shit you fucking get looked at so fucking crazy and it's fucking it's fucking crazy it's a crazy time it's a crazy ass time and uh i don't know i just want to know what everybody thinks though uh let me know how y'all think follow me on twitter uh, you can hit me up on, on Instagram at Nasty Backpack. Um, or shoot me an email at nastybackpackpodcast at gmail.com. And let's, let's talk about this. Let's, let's debate about this. And 
Tell me what y'all think. Do y'all do you think girls should be able to be in the Boy Scouts? Do you think boys should be able to be in the Girl Scouts? Do you think uh, transvestites should be able to use women's bathrooms? Do you think our politicians are doing a great job? Like, let me know what y'all think. It's your boy Nasty Backpack. This is the Nasty Backpack Podcast, and we out.